Welcome to FASD Hope, a podcast about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder through the lens of parent advocates with over 19 years of lived experience. FASD Hope provides awareness, information, and inspiration to those people whose lives have been touched by FASD. And I'm the host of FASD Hope, Natalie Vecchione. Welcome to today's episode. Thanks for joining us today. Today, I'll be speaking with Hannah Bender of Foster Hope, New York. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. James 1, verse 27. It is May and it is Foster Care Awareness Month. Welcome to FASD Hope. I am speaking with Hannah Bender of Foster Hope, New York. And I had the privilege of meeting Hannah on Instagram and I follow her and I really wanted to give her and Foster Hope, New York an opportunity to share what they're doing, to share how they're supporting the foster care community, and uh, just to let everybody know about Foster Hope New York. So Hannah, welcome to FASD Hope. Thank you so much for having me. So let's talk a little bit about the story behind Foster Hope New York. Yes. Um, So I myself am actually not a foster parent. Um, that is something that I see for myself in the future. Um, and it's been something that's been strong on my heart for several years now. And I kind of sat around like twiddling my thumbs, thinking of getting involved in this community here in central New York. Um, but never was able to connect with a group or find a group outside of our state and county organizations. Um, And it was actually about a year ago in May um, that I decided it was time to do something myself. (laughs) It seemed like a terrifying undertaking, but I I spoke with my pastor about it and he gave me his full support and the ball kind of got rolling right, right from there. Wow. So out of need which many, many people form their resources for the community out of need and out of lack of having that kind of support in the community. The Lord led you to to lead foster, create foster hope, which I think is is wonderful. So let's talk about what developments and growth since last year. It's kind of crazy that it's been a year already. Time's flying. I feel like me personally, I did countless, um, countless hours of research trying to look locally for organizations and outreaches that help and assist foster parents or foster children. And I kept coming up blank. And if I noticed that not being a foster parent, how much more were these foster parents feeling kind of alone and uh, forgotten almost? So I was able to connect with a foster parent through my church who was completely on board right away. Her name is Nikki. And we kind of just got the ball rolling. We started with a support group, which meets monthly. Um, We actually have a meeting tonight. And it's just a place for foster parents to kind of come and connect with each other, discuss any issues and kind of have their voices heard. 
we want to be there to listen to them so that we can start to implement changes. Like, where are they feeling uh, most alone? What kind of resources would they like to see? Different things like that. Um, so we meet, we meet monthly, um, and it's been really great. Um, we also have a foster closet that we've opened, which is full of diapers, clothing, strollers, books, toys, emergency supplies, um, so that new foster parents can have those resources if they are getting an emergency placement and they don't have time to go to the store. We want to be the one that they they turn to uh, and we want to be the ones to assist them so that they're not running around when they could be helping uh, get their house ready for the new placement or spending quality time with that new child that's coming into your home. So that's something that we've started as well within the past year. Um, we have a lot of ideas for the future, but that's kind of where we've started and where we are currently. That's fantastic, Hannah. And I love the ministry of having a closet for foster parents and having those supplies and, and just the stuff that you don't think about when you're in those MAPS classes. That's something that really is not mentioned a whole lot in those MAPS classes are, okay, you're going to get a phone call and here's a placement six hours later. The fact that you're doing that I think is fantastic. I, I love that. So let's talk more about what you're doing this year in 2022 and your plans for the upcoming year. Okay. We have a very long list and we're trying to stay realistic because there's only a few of us um, working with Foster Hope at the moment. Um, but we are starting in June to host a monthly or quarterly. We haven't quite decided yet. Um, parents night out where foster parents can drop off their children um, to it's going to be held at a church um, and the kids will get really fun activities and get to hang out with other kids and the moms and dads can just have a couple hours to themselves to go grocery shopping go out to dinner get a little reprieve whatever that might be for them I know that's a huge huge need um, for foster parents in our area is not kind of getting time to step away and reconnect with each other. So that's something that we are um, starting in June, which will be really exciting. Another thing we are working on is connecting with local businesses here in Syracuse, New York, and encouraging them to kind of become more educated about foster care and become foster friendly, whether that's offering a discount um, or, you know, maybe funding a scholarship for kids in foster care, uh, whatever the case might be, just kind of getting them educated and getting them involved in this community and getting them to step up and really uh, become part of it. I love that. And the operative words there are step up. So I believe we connected, I believe you won a copy of our our book, Blazing New Homeschool Trails. We know that research has shown that approximately 80% of kids in youth and foster care have an FASD. What do you think, not only through Foster Hope New York, but through other initiatives, what do you think communities, organizations, churches, what do you think that they can do to better support these kids that have an FASD? And their, and their families too. 
So when I first heard this statistic, I was kind of blown away because it's so, it's huge. That's a huge number. Um, And I think for us personally, um, Foster Hope, I would like to become more educated um, and provide resources to our foster parents, um, you know, that are part of our little community and our little organization. I don't think it's something that's really talked about. And based on uh, listening to you speak and going through some of your information that you've made available, it's extremely difficult to diagnose. Um, So I think, you know, providing resources for the parents that are not prepared to deal with this and are not even sure if this is actually what they're dealing with. That's kind of our goal um, is mostly mostly education and kind of making ourselves aware of this situation and this statistic. I'm so happy to hear that because if more ministries can really just get in there and provide supports, provide resources on FASD and brain-based diagnoses. We, we know that trauma is addressed a lot in the MAPS mm-hmm. classes and in foster care. But again, when you think about that statistic, we have to go like a layer off of the trauma and go to that trauma that happened before birth. So I'm, I'm really thankful to hear that you're taking that initiative and, and wanting to support more for uh, not only the kids, but the families who are caring for these kids that have an FASD. So before we share how listeners can get in touch with you, what words of encouragement about foster care can you give to our listeners? This month is Foster Care Awareness Month. We have many listeners who have adopted through foster care or who are foster care parents. What words of encouragement in this past year of having Foster Hope New York serving the community, what words can you share uh, with them to encourage them on their foster care journeys? Um, One thing that I really noticed with um, speaking with many foster parents is uh, I think they're unsure of themselves because it's such a, it's a challenging journey and there's no direct path. Like there's no, each day is the same as the following day, or we know exactly what's going to happen the next day. You're in the dark, you're unsure of the future for you and the child. Um, So I think there's a lot of parents that wonder whether they're doing a good enough job or doing the right thing or making the right decisions for that child. Um, And I would just encourage people to love those kids the best way that you can, even though you might not think you're making a difference in that child's life. Maybe they only stayed with you a week, a few days, a few months. It might feel like nothing, but you have no idea the impact that you're making on that child's life. You have no idea how much the love from you and your family members are touching that child, even if they might not show it. So I guess I would, that's what I would say. And those are great words of encouragement, Hannah. I I really appreciate that. And I'm sure many families listening appreciate those words too. So how can listeners get in touch with you, follow you, share away? Um, We are on Instagram, Facebook, and we do have a website. Um, Our website kind of contains the most information 
um, on ways that you can maybe volunteer with us or ways that you can help support the foster community without actually becoming a foster parent. Um, so there's a lot of information on the website on ways you can connect with us and get involved. Um, and then we do have a uh, public Facebook page and then a private group page for uh, local foster parents to kind of connect on a, on a more private level. Um, and then Instagram is just a fun place for, you know, connecting and, and a little bit of more fun information, I guess. Definitely. And we will make sure to include all of your social media handles, as well as your website link in today's program notes for today's episode. So Hannah, you know, I like to end on words of hope and I love how your ministry organization has hope in it, just like we do. So what words of hope can you share? These are complicated journeys. I truly love, so this is a faith-based program. We're a faith-based organization. I love the biblical story of adoption Um, and that we have, you know, Christ as our heavenly father. And without him, we would be kind of lost and wandering. So I love that, that story and how it translates to foster care and adoption today. It's a completely broken journey, but it's so beautiful as well. Um, And I would just encourage people to educate themselves. Look, look for ways you can get involved. Like maybe you don't want to become a foster parent. Well, let's um, make a meal for a foster family or bring over arts and crafts or go over for coffee or do something to support this community. It's not talked about enough. Um, I think it's kind of left in the dark a little bit. It's not a topic of everyday conversation. And I really think it needs to be because these kids are a huge part of our community and they're a huge part of our future. Um, And they need, we need to not overlook them and, and treat them like they're special and like they're, they're prized and they're children of the King. And that's, kind of how we're, how we're looking at things. Amen. Amen. Hannah Bender of Foster Hope, New York. Thank you for being on FASD Hope today. Thank you for having me. Thanks again for listening to FASD Hope with Natalie Becchione. If you like our show and want more information, check out FASDHope.com or please leave us a five-star rating and review and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you join us again next week and remember to be informed, take care, and always have hope.